Shalom Aleichem Rabotai. Hoping you had a wonderful Yom Tov and a Kesiva Kesima Tova. The Mishnah Yomi is continuing in the second parak of Chala, Mishnah Gimel. Ha'isha Yoshevet Vekotza Cholata Aruma. A woman may, this doesn't mean she should, Rabosai, but technically she is allowed to sit and separate out the Chala while undressed. And this includes making the blessing. She can make the bracha on separating Chala even though she is naked. The mission explains, because she's actually able to cover herself, meaning that the private parts can be adjacent to the ground. So she's sitting in a manner where her private parts are not visible. And that's enough to fulfill the requirement that she's not what we call libra roeasa erva. It's a discussion in the Gemara and Brachos about your heart and your private parts being uh, exposed to one another, which prevents making a bracha. So in this case, she can have her, her lower parts, her private parts next to the ground, on the ground, and she's able to make the blessing. That doesn't mean she should, but technically she could. Avalo ha'ish, the Mishnah says, but a man cannot do that. He has different anatomy. He has a different kind of parts down there below the waist. So his parts would not be able to be covered if he's sitting on the ground. So he cannot do that. Guys, you got to put your clothes on before you separate challah. The Mishnah continues, Someone can't make his dough in a state of ritual purity. Bardur says he's Tame and he has no mikvah around. So he's got a problem. He can't make the dough in a tahor state. So what should he do? The Mishnah says, Ya'asena kabin. Make the dough one kav at a time. Now we've mentioned the shear. The minimum requirement for the mitzvah of challah is more than a kav. It's five-fourths of a kav. So it's, it's like one and one-fourth kav. So he just makes one kav. He's not really chayev in the mitzvah deraisa of challah. So you should make it in small amounts so he's not high of today challah instead of making a big dough in a state of impurity. Rabbi Akiva, Omer, Rabbi Akiva has a different opinion. Make the big dough, make a whole batch, but make it impure. He has no choice in this matter. He can't purify himself. Don't make it in small portions that are exempt. Why? So Rabbi Akiva explains. Just like your Kore Shem, you're designating, doing a mitzvah of designating the tithe for Tahora, for pure challah, from a pure dough, you're also fulfilling the mitzvah of calling the name of challah on an impure dough. So Rekiva says, whether or not your dough is Tahor or Tame, you're still designating it verbally, as Chala, and it gets the halachic designation of Chala, even if it's Tamea, it's perfectly acceptable to designate Chala Tamea. And this is, Rabbi will say, this is what we do Lamaisa nowadays when everyone's Tamea. Basically, everyone's considered Tamea. We've uh, all been to a base Kvaros or touched someone who's been to base Kvaros, and uh, everyone's Tamea, basically, uh, with regard to Chala. So, but Rekiva continues, but making a dough that's exempt from challah because it's not the right amount, it's not big enough. So there's no there's no core shame here. So a small dough, too small, just a kav, has no share in this designation. Okay, let's go on to Mishnah Dalit. 
Ha'ose Isato Kabim. So someone made these small rolls, which really he could because the Bartner says halacha is not like Rebbe Akiva. It's actually, it might actually be preferable to make small doughs that are exempt from challah instead of one big tame dough. Although nowadays, again, we have no choice. But someone who made these small doughs, kav size, so not really chayev and challah, v'nagu and then they touched each other. Peturim minachala ad they're still putter from chala. You can't take one kav on the left, one kav on the right, and have them just barely touching each other. That doesn't make them into one big dough until they are yashochu, until they are biting one another. Meaning if you pulled one off the other, it would kind of, some of it would come with it. We see this with dough that's sticky as it kind of makes these lines. You try to pull a piece off, and it's kind of like these lines attaching it, something like that. Now, some of us understand that this is after they've gone in the oven, these doughs have puffed up a little bit into breads, and in the oven they, they kind of were close enough to each other where now they're touching each other. So if they're really interconnected, they could be considered one big piece of bread for challah purposes. The Mishnah continues, Rabbi Eliezer Omer, Afharode Venotan Lasal, even someone who takes bread out of the oven and puts it into one basket together, Hatzal mitzarfan l'chala. Putting them in one basket together combines them for chala. So it's amazing. Two amazing things here. The first, that you can take chala after the bread is baked and out of the oven. And the second, that these breads don't have to be really in, physically interconnected. They can just be in the same physical place, according to Rabbi Yezer. That's enough to take chala from them together. Shkai